Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? So let's rock it! So the Indiana Department of Child Services is under a, a microscope right now because they apparently investigated some parents for child abuse and then later took their son after the parents refused to refer to him as a girl and use the proper pronouns. Now, these parents were cleared of any child abuse, but according to this uh, article in Fox News, uh, the Indiana Department of Child Services still took the child because of this pronouns issue. So this took place back in 2021, and we're just now kind of hearing the story about it. Now, the parents have reportedly filed a petition to the Supreme Court asking for their case to be heard here. Um, Their child was placed in a home that would be one where they would affirm his proper gender. Because apparently, from what I understand here, this was a boy that wanted to be called a girl. His parents uh, were getting him help um, for gender dysphoria. And the state, again, according to this article, I still have lots of questions. But the state, they're taking this to the Supreme Court. They want their kid back or they want some sort of uh, restitution for what the Indiana Department of Child Services allegedly did. Now, I've seen a lot of people send us messages on social media saying, why doesn't Holcomb step in? Where's the governor at? So the governor's office is referring to DCS. And in terms of DCS, if you're looking for oversight of that, it would probably have to come from Rakita's office and the attorney general. And we haven't heard anything from them yet. Now, the parents here, Mary and Jeremy Cox, they put out this video talking about their story. Now, it's like three and a half minutes long, but here's a little bit of their video. His disappearance made a a huge hole in our hearts and our family, but we will always love him and pray for him. Our child was out of our home for 17, 18 months altogether, ultimately aging out of the foster care system. We were able to visit with him at his discretion, basically for about two to three hours each week. Though we pushed constantly for additional engagement, attended family therapies. We were never able to have an agreement for additional time with him. Wow. So again, this isn't a case of some family who did not love their son or daughter. This is not the case of a family that was neglecting their child or physically assaulting and beating their child at least this is what it sounds like they just wanted to go to more counseling more therapy session and they did not want to call their son a girl and the state of indiana came in and dcs got involved and ultimately the child was taken away from them it's outrageous I mean, unless there's something else I'm missing, unless there's something else behind the scenes that I don't know that was going on. And it's somebody, I'm I'm tired of the silence here. This just came out. So maybe we give these offices a little bit of grace to try to figure out what exactly happened. But it sounds like the child was, what, 17 
at the time, 16, 17, because she, she, the mom said that this person aged out of the foster care process. So, you know, a year and a half without seeing their child because they refused to refer to him as a girl or use the proper pronouns. I mean, if that is indeed the case, and I still have lots of questions here, if that's the case, that is outrageous. We're going to get Tony Kennett on the show a little bit later on, around 5.30. And I want to pick his brain about this because he is also, in addition to being the nighttime host here at WIBC, an investigative reporter with The Daily Signal. Uh, Dr. Phil is talking about cases like this. Uh, Dr. Phil was doing an interview and he's kind of calling out gender affirming care and warning of the long term impacts of pushing kids that, let's be honest, don't really know what's best for them yet. These kids thinking that they know what's best for them to change their sex. Dr. Phil calling out the whole process. It's interesting they choose words like uh, gender-affirming care. That's interesting that they call it that, but really what they're talking about is hormonal therapy or sex reassignment surgery on children. And in fairness, the American Medical Association, the American Academy of Pediatrics, the American Endocrine Society, or whatever the exact name of that is, all of the major medical associations have signed off on this. They've signed off on it. And I have never seen those organizations sign off on anything with less information as to whether or not it does long-term harm of anything in my life. And when I when I ask about that, when I bring that up, then they immediately label you as transphobic. I thought that the deal was first do no harm. And all of the European countries, you know, Sweden, Norway, they, they've all stopped doing it because they say, we cannot say in good conscience that this does no harm because it does harm. If, if, if you look at the long-term consequences, if someone changes their mind at 10, 11, 12, 13 years old, um, they can't decide which pajamas they want to wear at night. And their reason for doing it is it stops this drive for suicide, that there's a suicide epidemic. It doesn't fix that. It doesn't fix all the comorbid issues that come along with feeling like they're in the wrong body. So that's Dr. Phil talking about cases like the Indiana case. Not specifically that one, but cases similar. Gender dysphoria is a real thing. And like Tony Katz was talking about this earlier this morning, he said in no way, shape, or form is this an easy thing to deal with for families. But leaning into it, affirming what your 13-year-old, 14-year-old wants to do with their body, pumping them full of hormone blockers and other drugs, deciding to have... Uh, some sort of surgery to remove body parts. That is definitely, that's the wrong way to go. There's no question uh, that is that is very harmful. Does it make me a horrible person that anytime I hear Dr. Phil speak, I think about words of wisdom that we have on this program? <laughs> and now, Deep Thoughts. Deep Thoughts. With Dr. Phil. You want a piece of me, bitch? Deep Thoughts <laughs> with Dr. Phil. Deep Thoughts. I I always think about those uh, whenever I hear Dr. Phil. And- you want a piece of me? <laughs> oh, incredible.